Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Raina Troy Hotline. Alicia, Michael, what's going on? We know you have takes. We have takes. I'm actually surprised that your rant line, raid line, whatever, isn't completely full. Why can't we just win a game? Can I blame Michael Castillo for this? Can I blame Bob Connolly for this? Can I put on a zebra shirt and just go out there? Scratch, claw, up against the wall. Can't explain that what I'm feeling right now, guys. I can't believe it. Let's open up that race Woohoo! Oh, I can't believe USD has hired Lincoln Riley. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Random Troy Radio. This is the USC versus Rice uh, car cast, and it is the first one of the season. We're doing these live now. It's super exciting. I am your host, Elisa Deratola, and unfortunately, I am not here with my co-host, Michael Castillo. He is on assignment in the middle of Idaho right now, I think. Um, so it's just me. It's just me getting to talk about what happened on this beautiful Saturday of incredible hotness and uh, and incredible, like, fiery offense, which is a, a, a nice change, to be sure. Um, as always, you guys can follow us on... Oh, everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, um, we're on Spotify and TuneIn and everywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, it helps us grow the show. It helps other people find us. Uh, hit that. I can do the YouTube thing. Click the like button. Click the subscribe button. Click the bell to make sure you're notified every time we go live so that every time we do these, which is going to be three times a week during the season, we've got car casts on Saturdays. Re- um, uh, basically the review show, the, um, what do we call it? What do we call it? The review show on Monday and then the preview on Wednesday. Uh, so the fallout show on Monday and the, uh, and the preview show on Wednesday. So we're going to be doing these a lot and, uh, next time it'll be more formal with me and Michael here, but for now it's just me and I'm just hoping that I don't screw up the technical side. So, uh, be sure to call into the rant line, which is definitely going to be a rave line unless you want to talk defense so uh it's it can be a rant line for you if you want to if you want to talk about the defense but let's let's also make it a rave line 213 373 uh 1 USC Suck it was show even though I don't have Michael here to do that with me uh it's going to be a hell of a time hopefully we can hear all of you guys giving your thoughts about this game that should re-energize. I mean, I think we were already all re-energized after the hire of Lincoln Riley, but this game, I saw a lot of people saying, someone on the Slack, I think, was talking about how, like, it really clicked that Lincoln Riley is the head coach when they saw him being interviewed before the game. And it's like this whole last nine months or so has been Lincoln Riley's the head coach, Lincoln Riley's the head coach. And it was all leading up to this moment of, like, Lincoln Riley is the head coach, and that's what a Lincoln Riley offense looks like. And just it, I, uh, I was so happy that first drive. I don't know about you guys, the first drive. It was just, oh, 
good offense. And, like, I'm not going to be delusional and think that, like, there weren't good moments in the past few years, but there was nothing just collectively everything is going right, everything looks the way it should, quite like it was today. The first four drives uh, were ended in scoring. The only reason why the, fir- the, the last drive of the first half didn't end in a touchdown, in my opinion, was because they ran out of time and were running up against the clock. So um, the, the, the offense was just outstanding. You could not ask for more. Uh, it's, uh, it's, oh, uh oh, I have a, a separate stream. Well, maybe I sent out the wrong, um, I sent out the wrong link. Sorry about that guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, just praying that I don't screw this up. So, uh, hopefully I can get a, a proper link out there at some point while also talking to you guys and also making sure that we're not, uh, we're not going crazy, but, uh, the offense was way better than I'm doing technically in this game. It was, it was everything that, that you could hope for, uh, and it and it just it clicked in every single way, and Caleb Williams clicked in every single way, and that I I I can't I feel like I feel like I can't speak about this game without coming off like a child in a candy store, like I I just I, Caleb Williams. Let's just start with Caleb Williams. Um, what a quarterback. What a quarterback. I I don't know what else to say. The guy is cool as a cucumber. I mean, the offensive line gave him ages to throw most of the time. And that really did set the tone for the game. I thought the offensive line played very well until the second half. And there were some holding penalties and all that. But uh, the the core offensive line and and the, the starting five, I thought, did a hell of a job. And the great thing about it was that they did a hell of a job, but when things broke down for them, when things went wrong for them, which it will happen, it will happen. Caleb is just so calm and cool. And it was, it was funny because, you know, on Thursday night, I'm watching the backyard brawl and it's Keaton and Slovis versus JT Daniels. And it sort of brought me back to like, yeah, Keaton was a great quarterback, but like he got rattled very easily and, and he took sacks that he should never have taken. And it was, um, it got very frustrating to watch USC's offense for a million reasons, but that was one of them. And then to come out here on Saturday and see the difference that Caleb Mil- to Caleb Williams makes in that somebody gets through and he's like, Oh, cool. I'll just step up. And he's got the, the, the dual threat ability to say, Oh, cool. I'll just, I'll just run then. I'll, I'll just run then. That's fine. And like to have that skill set is something we haven't been able to see for USC in ever, in ever, right? And it was just and and you know, someone in the chat is saying that that Caleb was only throwing darts. Yeah, he was super accurate, but he didn't even have to be super accurate. It wasn't the days of having to slip balls into tight windows or anything like that. We'll have to see that later in the season, obviously. But receivers were wide open. They were schemed open. I mean, it's it's a basic thing. It's a basic thing, like wide receivers being schemed open. But when when have we seen that? In ages. How how many passes did we watch Drake London catch with a with two men hanging all over him? And this time it's like Taj Washington in a mile of space, Jordan Addison in a mile of space, like Kyron where uh, Kyron Hudson was out there in a mile of space. It was 
it, it was just a beautiful thing to see. And yes, it's Rice. It's Rice. It's Rice. It's Rice. USC will play better defenses. Rice is not good at all. And that's when I talk about the defense, we're going to get into that. Yeah, Ryan Valente in the chat. A slant? Get out of here. My brother my brother came over to watch the game a little bit before the Notre Dame game started. He's a Notre Dame fan. So. <clears throat> um, he came over before the, the Notre Dame game started, and uh, they were lining up. And, uh, and like, normally I got so used to doing the whole, like, um, USC's line up, line it up, and I'm, oh, they're going to run right, and it's, they're going to get stuffed because everyone knows they're running right or whatever. And this time they lined up, and I was like, ooh, 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 the slant's going to be open over the middle right there. And then, boom, the next play, slant over in the middle to uh, to Taj Washington. And Joaquin looks at me like, what are you, like, what are you trying to be, like, Tony Romo? And it's like, no, it's just like they're scheming guys into open space on the field. It's beautiful. It's just the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen in my life. And yes, it's rice, it's rice, it's rice, it's rice. <laughs> but like, we've been so starved. The name of the school that USC played is going to be fitting for this analogy. We were backpackers in the middle of the wilderness, subsisting off of, you know, whatever could be scrounged up things without taste and that were just just anything that would uh, anything that would feed us for years for years scraps we were scraping at and what just happened today is we all came home I'm stealing Ryan Abraham's food analogies guys this is great don't tell him but this is great uh, we we came home we got home our backpacking trip or our wandering in the desert we came back in and waiting for us on the table was a steaming pot of rice. And like, rice is not a staple food that's like, this is the greatest thing in the world. But when you're so hungry, when you haven't had anything good in ever, and you just take a bite of just buttered rice, it's like, oh, like food tastes good again. Food is good. I, uh, USC football is good again on offense. It's beautiful. I don't know how, I don't, I, I, that's, okay. <laughs> Josh is going to start a drinking game where it says that uh, we have to take a shot every time I say, but it's rice. I'm going to keep saying it because I need to remind myself it's rice. It's like, I, it is, but that doesn't mean we have to be, we have to tamper down the excitement on this because I, and I put this on Twitter. It was San Jose State. It was Western Michigan. It was Arizona and Colorado and, you know, name name a million other teams that USC played that they should have beat the crap out of and they didn't. And this is what you do to bad teams. I'm sorry, 66 points is what you do to bad teams. And frankly, it could have been more. It could have been more. Yeah, Kelly, calm down, calm down, breathe. It's exciting. It's ex I mean, I, you guys, you guys are excited, right? I'm excited. I want to watch this offense more. I want to watch Caleb Williams sling the ball around. I want to watch Tr Travis Dye catch the ball. Travis Dye had the best catch of the game, guys. He had the best. The running back had the best catch of the game. It was the only throw of the game that Caleb had to put it in a window, and it was a hell of a throw after he was sort of pointing to where he want, like he was commanding. You see why people call him a 
just natural leader. He takes control. He commands. And then Travis Dye on the sideline. Travis Dye making that catch. Just, oh, so good. So good. And, like, you look at Jordan, Jordan Addison comes out. Quiet game for Jordan Addison. Quiet two-touchdown game. Like, there will be bigger things from Jordan Addison than five catches for 54 yards and two touchdowns. But, like, if that's what he's giving you, where he's just, like, where, oh, we need to score a touchdown. There goes Jordan Addison. And then you don't really need to, it's not, it doesn't matter that he, like, he doesn't have to be the Drake London on this offense because everybody else can get involved. There's so many guys got involved in this. Um, uh, Taj Washington had four catches. Mario Williams had two catches. Relique Brown had two catches. Kyron Ware Hudson, sorry, Kyron Hudson had three catches. Travis Dye had three catches. Um, Austin Jones, Kyle Ford, CJ Williams, Lake McCree, Gary Bryant, Brendan Rice all had one catch. And there were so many guys. Brendan Rice has one catch for five yards and it's late in the game too. But like, if you watch that game, Brendan Rice was a key component to this victory. He was down there block. Like the receivers credit them. The one thing USC has always had is, is receivers that are, are willing to, uh, to block and, uh, and, and do that for the offense. But the offense was set up to have them succeed in their blocking and the guys carrying the ball to succeed as well behind them. All of those guys contributed. It was great to see. Tons of rotation on the running back crew, too. Travis Dye only has five carries for 20 yards. Relique Brown gets six carries. He, he took the over on, on his touches. And, uh, yeah, David Garcia in the chat bringing up the blitz pickup. Travis Dye, a man among boys. A man among boys with that blitz pickup. That is the blitz pickup of somebody who has no intention of letting somebody get through to beat them to the quarterback. And I don't think we've seen that kind of attitude from a running back in a while. I look forward to more of that. But it was really cool, too, because we wondered what what kind of rotation was this was this going to be. And I sort of figured Travis Dye will be number one. But the rest of those guys would see time. Like, we're going to see them get their opportunities. And it was, like, it was great to see that immediately on the first drive, the first drive, Travis Dye comes in, Relique Brown comes in, Austin Jones comes in. Austin Jones comes away with with two touchdowns in this game. Again, another guy where y- you don't see him until you get to the goal line and then suddenly like he's your best guy, like he's your 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 touchdown maker. Like USC had four rushing touchdowns in this game and Travis Dye didn't score any of them. Like that that is great to see the ball spread around to many different people because you're going to need all of those guys involved in this offense as the season goes on. You're going to need everybody to be able to contribute. And I think this was a really good sign that not only are they willing, but guys are capable of coming in there and doing that. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Relique Brown. And uh, we got a question in the chat uh, from Manolo Gonzalez. Any word on Relique Brown's injuries? Um, I'm trying to keep an eye on Twitter right now. And, uh, all I've seen is that he had to be carted off the field and had ice on his, on his ankle. Ankle injury is like the last thing I wanted to hear about for a guy like, uh, a guy like Relique Brown. Um, it's the kind of thing, if it's a sprain, it could set him back several weeks, which sucks because I am a Relique Brown believer now. I mean, everybody at practice, everybody at practice was saying that this dude was the real deal. And... I didn't get to see it, obviously, because I wasn't at practice, but everybody was saying it. And (laughs) I mean, yes, yes, real deal. Yes. Um, He looked the part. It's rice. It's rice. It's rice. But the dude, that one play 
uh, on on the touchdown where he is caught in the backfield and then he just like just sprints away just sprints away he just I'm faster than you and he's gonna be able to say that to 90% of the, of the players that USC faces this year I know that it's rice but like that kind of speed very few teams have speed to 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 contend with that uh, on defense so good luck good luck to the linebackers on Relique Brown this year because do the the honestly the only thing that's going to stop Relique Brown from being just one of the essential members of this offense is going to be that injury and I I hope it's not serious I'll let you guys know if I see um anything on Twitter as it comes down about him but I mean that what a tease if if he's if he uh is injured and, and isn't able to play for a few weeks like what a teaser from from the freshman to show what he could be capable of it's it's very very exciting um i thought austin jones had a good nose for the for the goal line i love to see it the running game looked the running game didn't look like it needed to be anything special today and they still came away with four touchdowns that was that was just outstanding to see. The passing game looked unstoppable. I had had somebody tell me um, going into the season that this was going to be an offense that was very much going to be pick your poison. And we've said that about a lot of offenses in 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 the past about that it had the potential to be pick your poison, and then it just sort of never. It didn't quite work out that way. This feels like a pick your poison offense. Like okay. Keep your eye on Travis Dyer or Lake Brown. What are you going to do about Jordan Addison? What are you going to do about Taj Washington? What are you going to do about Mario Williams? What are you going to do about the 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 host? You know, um, Brendan Rice is going to have a big game at some point. The closer Kyle Ford gets to being fully healthy, healthy, the the closer he's going to be. Uh, all of the, Lake McCree has one catch for nine yards, and it was a great catch, by the way. And he's a guy that could see a lot more a lot more action, a lot more attention in this offense. So it's, it's endless, endless positivity for me on, on the offense. I have literally nothing bad to say about the offensive performance, except for what were the downer moments, some offensive line penalties. That's it. Those happen. I'm not, I'm, I can't say I'm, I'm too, uh, too broken up about that. I think that those kinds of things will happen, especially with the younger guys that came in later on in the game. But I thought the offensive line performance was good. Quarterback's good. Running back's good. Tight end, you know, he came through. And uh, and, and the wide receiver's good. There was one drop. And that was basically the, the one the one pass that Caleb Williams in before garbage time didn't complete. So Caleb was 19 of 22, 249 yards, two touchdowns. That was a hell of a debut from him with uh, six carries for 68 yards. Love seeing him be able to run the ball. Alicia, you know the only good thing about football season being over? There's literally nothing good about the football season being over. It's just an endless wait until the fall. See, that's where you're wrong. It's tournament season. The best way to take your mind off the endless wait. That is true. I may not want to watch the men play, but the USC women are pretty awesome. Exactly, but it's not just SC. There's high-stake basketball moments all over the country. But you know what? They get even better with prize picks. So you're saying the only thing better than watching Juju Watkins is taking the more on Juju Watkins. Bingo. You can now turn your hoops knowledge and love of Juju Watkins into serious cash. 
because you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. Turn 10 bucks into a thousand bucks with college basketball, NBA, and NHL entries. Best of all, Price Picks lets you get on the action on more than 30 states across the country, including Texas, Georgia, and California. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, download the app today. Use the code Reign of Troy for a first deposit match up to $100. That's the Price Picks app with the code Reign of Troy for the first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Okay. We've gone 20 minutes, guys. We've gone 20 minutes, and I haven't discussed the defense yet. So we're going to bring bring it down a little bit. Bring it down a little bit. Um, Rice is bad. Their offense is bad. So that's a concerning performance from the defense if we're only looking at the production that rice was able to achieve um they end up with 280 yards total um they were six of 15 on third down so it came out came out to be not too bad uh the second half once once things got out of hand i I think that really helped the numbers but the first half numbers were just straight up bad um there's a push and pull here there's a push and pull number one this is the first game of the season I expected the um oh sorry guys I'm not trying to I'm trying to star that one not show it um I expected the the offense to show a little bit more growing pains I expected there to be some hiccups and I expected the same from the defense we didn't see any of that at all from the offense we saw it all from the defense so there was some growing pains um to be sure I'm worried about USC's contain on the edge. I'm worried about the pass rush being vulnerable to quarterbacks taking off up the middle, as always. I'm worried about the third down conversions and not being able to get off the field. To the credit of the defense, 
and this is where you can just sort of choose to focus on the on the positive. This defense is going to be what it is. Like we like there's only so much, you know, the defense is the defense, the staff is the staff. Like there's not much you're going to do um except try to get better as the season goes on and I think that's the hope that you have to have for this defense. The credit I'll give them is they created opportunities to flip the script and they capitalized on those opportunities to flip the script. And when it comes down to it, and this is a, it's a tightrope to walk, and this is the problem with it. You don't want to rely on this. But when it comes down to it, you can be a very efficient defense and still give up points, and you can be a very inefficient defense. But if you capitalize every time a team gives you an opportunity to get a turnover, you'll be fine. Like, if you are creating regular turnovers, you can give up all the yards in the world and you're going to hang on enough for this team to be solid. The problem is, and we've seen this in the past, that turnover luck is a thing. Like, that's a stat, turnover luck, because turnovers have a lot to do with luck. And the, the interceptions today, a lot of tip balls that guys got under, and that's, one, being in the right place at the right time. But also, you need guys to drop passes. I mean, JT Daniels in the backyard brawl had a dude just drop a pass, and that lost the game for them. Like, that happens. Um... But when you see a team generate the kind of turnovers that they did, I think that you have to take that as a positive. Um, I want to shout out who I thought were the three best players on the field on defense, Shane Lee. I think he's a guy that's going to be extremely important to USC this this year. We already thought he was going to be, but he proved it. Eight sack, uh, eight eight tackles leads the team. Two tackles for loss leads the team. One pass deflection and the pick six. So he is a critical, critical player for USC, and it already looks very clear. Um, Eric Gentry. <laughs> okay, you read like 6'6 six, six on paper, and you're like, oh, 6'6. Six, six. And then you see him lighting up. He just, he looks so huge. He looks giant. Like, <laughs> it's, it, how, how is a, how is he not a a safety or like a defensive end or something? He's a linebacker. I I thought he looked really good. He has a half sack and seven total tackles. Good introductory game for him. I want I can't wait to see more of of that just body out in the middle of the field looking like he sticks out like a sore thumb. Sore thumb. I I just I love it. Um, and then Kalen Bullock, Kalen Bullock's a dog that, that interception he had was, um, pay, pay off for some other really solid plays he'd made early in the game. Um, excited to see those guys look really good. Um, yeah. And Ryan Valente in the chat brings up Corey Foreman. I think this is where things get concerning. Corey Foreman looks like he can get into the backfield and whiff a lot and, I, I, you know, he's young, so hopefully they get him to turn the corner and, and make contact and, and be an elite player using his elite athleticism to make plays instead of just sort of the, oh, he's in the backfield, but nothing happens kind of plays. And I think there's too many of those for USC on this defense. Too many were going to be aggressive and send a blitz, and guys are going to get into the backfield, but not get to whoever has the ball in the backfield. So... That is going to be something to watch. Hopefully that an adjustment is made. 
Um, you could argue that, it, that that an adjustment was made in the second half, but there were still there were still moments where it's just like, eh, this 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 Rice team is really bad, and they shouldn't be doing the, these kind of yards on this team, even if it's you know second half of a blowout. I'm not. I don't want to. It's game one. It's game one. I don't want to hit the panic button yet. It wasn't a good performance from the defense in the first quarter. I'm oh, sorry, in the first half. Um, credit to them for putting 21 points on the board. That's a, that's when it comes down to it, there will be other opportunities for us to slate the defense later on this season. If they run into an offense, that's more capable of, of hurting them. And I have warned people that this is what this season is going to be. It's going to be a 66, 14, a 66, you know, 15, 18, whatever, and then there will be a 66-56 or a 45-43 or, like, that kind of thing. Like, that's going to happen. Prepare yourself for it. Um, I think there's just weaknesses on this defense, and you could have seen them coming. Um, hopefully, like, all you need, all you need is a guy like Tuli Tupelotu or, or Corey Foreman to just go off. Like, that's that's all you need. Romello Height gets, um, gets ejected from the game could have used him at, at certain points. So it's just about continuing to develop these guys and finding who they can rely on. Uh, and those, you know, the cream will rise to the top and that's going to be the sort of story of the season uh, for me is um, can the offense continue to be efficient and continue to keep playing mistake free when the competition ramps up, I think they will be formidable no matter who they play. Um, the defense really needs to uh, to to turn things around a little bit, and and if you're gonna have a, a really crappy performance in the first half, like turning around and getting four interceptions is uh is is not the worst thing in the world. Like this this all turned out pretty okay. Um, and uh, Bennett Gala in the in the uh, I hope I said that right in the chat is talking about once Damani Jackson comes back, we'll be fine at secondary. I mean that's the other thing, Josh Jackson. Could be a starter for USC at corner. He wasn't uh, suited up for this game. Damani Jackson, we all know how incredibly talented he is, wasn't able to suit up for this game. So there are areas where this defense can get better. Also, uh, certainly the secondary, certainly um, the there is something to the chemistry of players having played together a lot, being comfortable and trusting each other in that secondary. And this is a secondary that hasn't played together a lot. Uh, you can hope that the the more these guys, more time these guys have together, Kalen Bullock, Max Williams, you know, Jalen Smith and Makai Blackman and Sarah, Sierra Wright or whoever is the other, the other cornerback, the more they play together, hopefully the more they sort of gel and, and, and can prevent some of the more open throws that we saw, um, in this game, I think that was that was probably the uh, the most um, unnerving thing was like on third downs when you're just like you're 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 letting them convert third downs when a receiver is wide open. Like that was what we've saw for the past seen for the past two years. Like I'm tired of seeing it. I'd really like to see contested catches make the other team do something great. And I don't think that USC made Rice do anything particularly great in terms of catches uh, today. Clearly that receiving core has issues because they dropped a million passes. And um, that needs to be something that, that USC makes it harder for opposing offenses. 
Um, I think USC's defense is probably the, the biggest problem is just they make it too easy to execute. And uh, being more disruptive uh, with the uh, with the defensive front would certainly help that. And then being more glued together with the secondary will certainly help that. Um, but, uh, you know, you have an opportunity to get better the entire uh, as the season progresses. And so um, the offense and we said this coming in the season, the offense needs to buy the defense time. That's that's what needs to happen. The offense needs to buy the defense time by being as good as they were today. And um, uh, I think Marcelo was the one who asked about if I'm changing my Stanford prediction. I'm pretty sure when we did the season predictions, I ended up going with a USC win over Stanford and then a loss later on. Um, but I uh, I think I'm going to stick with that, even though, you know, you see highlights of... Uh, of, of, um, of uh, the, the running back over at Stanford looking like his dad um, and it sort of makes you worry because Stanford with, with uh, you know, Stanford could be dangerous on offense if this defense is as bad as they looked in the first half. I guess the question really is, is um, how well do they sort of set themselves up to, to, uh, to, to, to tighten things up in a week? Um how well are they able to carry over this turnover parade that they had going to Stanford? Because if they're, if they're not, if they, if they play like they played in the first quarter, Stanford is going to put up points. Um, it's just what's going to happen. And, and that's going to be my concern on the flip side, this offense, this offense looks so much better than I expected it to in week one, to be quite honest, everything looks so easy and it won't be that easy against Stanford, to be fair. Uh, but uh, but I also don't know that Stanford will have the juice uh, defensively to really shut down this offense. So I will go with a with a USC win over Stanford after watching this game. But I think it's not going to be a you know it's not going to be a comfortable win the way that this is. I think it's going to be the kind of thing where the offense just had to has to outpace, and that means it's gonna it's gonna depend on um, on you know on on not making a lot of mistakes, and that's a question that's a question that we still have to see from this team. Um, there were some mistakes in this game, uh, particularly on defense. So. Uh, yeah, that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be the, the big question, but, um, sorry, it's, uh, yeah. Okay. Tanner McKee against Colgate. It's Colgate. It's Colgate. It's Colgate. Tanner McKee has, uh, 20 of 24, 240 yards, two touchdowns, but an interception. And then EJ Smith, the son of, um, of Emmett Smith is, uh, eight carries 106 yards, two touchdowns. So dude can play. Uh, he's going to be the danger man next week. But enough talk about next week. Let's talk about this week and how fun that was. Oh, I just, um, it's it's a breath of fresh air. It's a breath of fresh air to come out of a, a USC game and be excited to talk about this team. Um, that's that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun this year to be able to be a little bit more um, positive. Also, shout out to the Coliseum. Shout out to that crowd. It's a hundred degrees out and that had turnout. Like I am shocked. Not going to lie. I haven't seen the attendance figure. 60,000, 60,000. Like that's way, that's way more than I expected. Uh, it was, uh, it was hot. 
people braved it. And you could hear them on the broadcast. It was great. I love it. I love seeing USC fans be excited about a team. Like, we were so down and out. Down and out. Oh, Ryan brings up that was our highest scoring quarter uh, in the third quarter. Um, let me double check that that is the case. Yeah, 28 points in the third quarter. Now, I think two of those, <laughs> there were 14 points of um, of, uh, of uh, pick sixes, which certainly helped. Um, but, like, let's be real. If the pick sixes hadn't happened, do we really think that the offense wasn't going to score on those drives? I think they absolutely were going to score on those drives. So, like, the, the defense just stole opportunities for the offense to uh, – to run away with this thing and, um, you know, good for the defense, <laughs> but uh, you know, teams are going to want to keep USC's offense off the field this year. And like defense, like defense, let us watch this offense. Stop it. I'm not going to tell them to stop it. Please, please more, 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 please more. But, uh, <laughs> but also like just inject, inject this offense into my, into my veins. It's just so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Huh? Okay. Time to get into the chat, guys, before we wrap this up. Um, I already have pinned some messages, but if you guys go ahead and... Uh, ooh, I get to put the graphic up. Michael does it more seamlessly than I do. Uh, go ahead and, and type out question and then ask your questions in the chat, and I will go through these as we go. Um, we've got one from Marcelo. Should we be worried about Travis Dye's lack of production? I don't think so. I thought Travis Dye looked really good. Um Three catches, 21 yards. He has five carries for 20 yards. Um, the long was of six, so he was th that's that's 20 yards. That's sort of base, like you know, getting getting uh, reasonable yardage each time. I think that Travis Dye will be needed later in the season. He wasn't needed in this game, but when he came up, when he needed to get a first down, he got it. When he needed to catch the football, he caught it. Uh, so I thought that he had a good performance, and I'm not worried. Um, about uh, about his his production. We've already talked about Relique Brown. Marcelo also asked, how much do you think USC kept in their pocket schematically for future games? Um, I hope they kept a lot. I don't think what they did was particularly, I mean, it was new to us, but those looked like sort of bread and butter kind of plays. Um, the one exception was that really sweet reverse that was fun. They, they had me tricked. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so that little reverse thing. But sometimes it's good in the first game to throw out something like that because then you force the, the next team like a Stanford to prepare for that kind of thing when you have no intention of using it again. So um, that is uh, I, I would imagine that Lincoln didn't didn't pull out his full bag of tricks in this game. But but what we saw was what a Lincoln Riley offense looks like. And it doesn't need all of those tricks if you are executing those plays uh, the way that USC did in this game. All right, we got a question from Josh. Uh, what do you think will go through Stanford staff's heads when putting together a game plan for what this USC game shows? Well, on 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 Stanford's offense, they're going to go like, ooh, we're going to be able to eat. On the other side of the ball, I don't know how you look at this and think, who do we choose to stop? Um. Do you grow aggressive on Caleb Williams when he's so, so cool as a cucumber in the pocket? Can you blitz him into into getting flustered? I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen evidence of that. So do you drop eight? Do you try to make it difficult for him? But he's an elite passer of the ball, so like he can fit the ball. He can fit passes in. So um, 
I will be very curious to see how Stanford approaches trying to stop this offense when, you know, I'm not sure that they're the defense that has the athletes to contend. Um, I do not envy them in the slightest having to deal with this offense. I, I really don't. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a whole new world, guys. It's a whole new world. Uh, uh, Bennett Gallas asked, uh, does Jordan win a second Bolitnikoff award? Here's the problem. And I think we talked about this in the off season. In order to win the Bolitnikoff, you have to like have a lot of production and, the evidence from today was that USC doesn't need to have a guy going off for 150 yards a game. So uh, it, it will be difficult for Jordan Addison to, to be so on top of things all the time without sort of USC being able to funnel things through others in the offense for him to defend that Bolitnikov title. I think he could certainly be in the running in a finalist group. But uh, there will be receivers at other programs who will be more featured, I think, that uh, that will probably make it more difficult for him. No, nothing against Jordan. I thought he did exactly what you want him to in this game. But I think there are going to be a lot of five catches for 54 yards and two touchdowns kind of games for him. And I think that you need... Um, you just need more production in this day and age. So um, maybe maybe when it comes down to it and, and you, you meet more difficult defenses to face, you will have to rely on him more often. Uh, but uh, for now, it just feels like USC can spread the ball out enough that, uh, you know, everybody's going to eat, but that means not, you're not going to have like a Drake London kind of production. All right, we got a question from Alex. Uh, do you trust the defense to stop the run against Utah? Absolutely not. Utah is going to feast. Prepare yourself for that. I'm not trying to be negative, but also... Utah's run game is going to be a problem. Um, there are other run games that are going to be a problem for this defense. Um, you know, Oregon State usually has a good run game. Uh, Fresno State's offense is going to be dangerous against a defense like this. Uh, maybe maybe we need Relique Brown to be healthy so that he can pull a Reggie Bush against Fresno State. That would be fun. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but it's... It, it's... Um, Listen, I, I don't know what's going on with Utah right now. They were they were in a dogfight with Florida. It was 14 to 13 last I saw the score. So I'm going to look it up. Uh, Marcelo says that USC has a bunch of games to improve. Yes, and that is going to be critical because, um, well, at the same time, uh, it's going to be weird, though, because USC plays Utah early in the season. You can lose to Utah and still make it a Pac-12 title game because of the new uh, changes. Oh, Florida's up 29-26. Um, so Florida's giving Utah a game. I didn't think they would. And the, the thing is you can get beat by Utah in that first game and just play well enough in the PAC 12 to get a rematch. And like, maybe that's the key, like use the first game to almost scout what you need to do. And then with an eye on, if we lose, we lose, it's fine. Because you're going to get a second matchup against them anyways in the Pac-12 title game if you make it there. And by then, you're talking about a full 12 games of this defense getting more in tune, the offense getting more in tune, and getting to a point where you're really clicking. And then that's the game that matters, right? Winning in Salt Lake City doesn't guarantee USD a place in the Pac-12 title game. 
what they need to do is make sure they don't get uh, pinched against, you know, the Oregon States and the Arizonas and the cows of the world. So um, that's going to be that's going to be the uh, the other question. Um, Marcelo asked, uh, is uh, is Utah playing well or playing poorly? Uh, for those who asked, um, I watched a little bit of the game and it, and it looked like Utah was just sort of being a little bit inconsistent to me that when they looked good, like Cam Rising looks good, but there's other times that, hmm. um, all right, we've got David Garcia asking, uh, how do you feel about special teams thoughts on the punter and kicker? Uh, well, you know, the punter didn't make me drool with that one punt he had, uh, uh, Dalton sleep, um, Oh, I should know his uh, Aiden Sleep Dalton, one punt for 26 yards. The best thing about the punter is that he only had to punt once. So like, <laughs> it, it doesn't need to be a Ben Griffith situation where he's your best defensive weapon. You need to do better than one. You need to do better than 26 yards when you do get the one punt you get to do. Uh, but uh, first game. It, it, we'll see. We need larger sample size on him. Dennis Lynch hit the field goal he took uh, from 25 yards out, so routine. 9 of 9 on extra points. No complaints. Look like he has a... He did He did fine. That's, that's fine. Um, I wish USC... I did it again. Um, I wish USC's returners wouldn't field the ball as often as they do. I mean... You know, you can't you can't have a big special teams play if you don't ask the question of like if you don't catch it and, and run ever. But I don't know. I just a lot of time the return men didn't really stand out, and and, it, and a lot of times it was like, well, let, just let that thing go. I don't know. That's just there's been a, a an issue for me with special teams for a long time. So all right, we got Alex asking, what was your favorite play on defense and offense? Um, whew, okay. Uh, if I, okay, the Kalen Bullock pick six was wonderful. Pick sixes at the Coliseum bring me back to Ohio State and, uh, and that pick six that, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Gallipo scored and it just like, um, or was it Maluga? No, who was it? I don't remember. Pick sixes. They're they're good. They're great. I love them. They they all blur together. They're my favorite thing in the world. A 90 some odd yard pick six. Just chef's kiss. Beautiful. Love to see it. But I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The play that stood out to me the most, which is real dumb, is um it was just this routine run stop by Shane Lee. It's like it, it just the running back ran into him and he didn't budge. He was a brick wall and he just fell over, and it's like, that's what run defense is supposed to look like. Haven't seen that in a while. So that was, like, the one that stuck with me, for sure. Like, it was like, well, that's a breath of fresh air. I really like what I saw from Shane, Shane Lee, so that was good. Um, favorite play on offense, I'm going to give it to that. Um, ooh, it's a tie. It's a tie between the Relique Brown touch where he just he just outran just outran just I'm just faster than you what are you gonna do about it bro I'm faster than you um and then but but also the the Caleb Williams it's just it was early enough in the game that it was like we're still sort of feeling out Caleb and there's some pressure and he's sort of scrambling away and it's it's and he's just like pointing he's picking his spot he's picking his spot telling his man where to go 
and then delivering a pinpoint pass on the sideline and then Travis Dye catching that pass on the sideline. Level of difficulty was high. The result was good. Uh, you just love to see it. All right, we got Trunks asking, USC gave up 113 yards rushing in the first half. They wound up giving up 146 yards total. Nice to see the adjustment. Gave up only 33 in the second half. Which defense shows up next week? Um, could I say the same defense shows up in the sense that I would not be surprised if it's rough going again early on against Stanford and then there's a little bit of an adjustment or they figure out what's going on in front of them and they stiffen. If that's what happens, I'll be pretty happy actually. Like if, if we see um, a situation where USC is vulnerable early and, uh, and then like is able to, to just like, Clamp down when you need to in the second half. I think you can win a lot of games that way, especially with this with this offense, um, the way that it is. So, no. Alex asks, how do you feel about Gary Bryant being so low in the pecking order? I'm kind of surprised about it. I was tipped off to it a little bit um, about like the that it was gonna be Brendan Rice and Taj Washington and uh, Jordan Addison and. Um, um, who am I missing? Jordan Addison, Taj Washington, Brendan Rice, and the fourth. <laughs> it's been a long day. I don't remember. But either way, um, I thought that uh, I thought Gary Brandt Jr. would be more involved. Uh, Mario Williams, thank you, Trunks. Thank you. Thank you. Jeez. I, yeah, there's too many playmakers. There's too many playmakers. There's also something happening in the Utah game. So, uh, people are, uh, <laughs> people are having fun in the, in the, in the comments. Uh, Utah picked off in the end zone. Ouch. Utes. Ouch. Um, but yeah, th that, I think that there's a chance the injuries allow him to come in and do a little bit more, but when those four guys are there, I'm not going to argue against those four guys being ahead of him in the pecking order. It just, it's just the way it goes. So that'll be, uh, That'll be something to keep an eye on, at least, to see if he can rise up the pecking order as we go. Uh, David Garcia asked, if healthy, do you put Relique on special teams? Mm, I, I mean, at that speed, sure. But also, that if healthy right now is looming extremely large. So if he has an ankle injury, then absolutely not. Absolutely not. You wrap him in, 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 in bubble wrap and do not put him on the field any more than you have to because you need to get him as healthy as possible to be the most effective running back he can be. So uh, in future, love to see it. Don't necessarily need to see it now. Um, we got a question from SJ. What was your beverage and snack of choice during the game? I ordered... Oh, did Utah lose? Oof, Utah. Utah, you're letting me down, man. You're letting me down. Um, beverage snack of choice. This is going to be our last question because I actually got to get back to work. <laughs> um, I ordered Gino's East. It's a uh, pizza place that we, uh, it's from Chicago that we actually have down in, um, in the Valley here. And I had their artichoke dip with chips and stuff. And I also ordered a deep dish pizza that I'm going to eat as soon as I get off this live stream. Uh, so I was sort of doubling up on my lunch and dinner given, uh, given the, the, uh, situation of the day. So, yeah, that was what I ate. It was very good. Had a Coke. It was very good. Um, I have an energy drink now. It's going to be very good. That pizza is going to be very good. Uh, will it be better than watching this USC offense today? 
No, because nothing will be better than watching this USC offense today. I'm going to take this memory. I'm going to take this memory, this feeling. Let's all do this together. Let's all, let's just all have a moment. Let's package up this joy that we all feel right now. Let's just like pack it up into a little bundle. And then we're going to take that and we're just going to sit it down next to us. We're going to look at it in the corner of our eye all week and just say, oh, that was really nice. Remember that? That was fun. And then when things go wrong for um, USC at any point in the season, just take a moment. Remember how happy we were when USC's offense looked good? Even though it was rice? Like, let's just, let's just enjoy. Let's enjoy enjoying USC football again. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Ah, okay. That's going to do it for me. This went way longer than it should have. Uh, so you're welcome for a 50 minute car cast. Um, yeah, that's going to be it. Thank you guys all for the questions. Thank you for the chat. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be really fun to watch USC this season. And, uh, we hope you look forward to coming along for the ride with us on these weekly practice, uh, sorry, post game car casts that we're going to do after every game. So keep an eye out for the link, hopefully the right link next time, um, because Michael will be running the show and, uh, and yeah, keep an eye out. Hit the subscribe and the like button, notifications on, uh, leave a, a review on iTunes, call the rant line, let us know how you're feeling, give us your raves, 213-373-1USC, and we will catch you, well, I will catch you on Monday for the Fallout episode from this beautiful day of USC football. So, it's been fun, guys. See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.